Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Malarkey Podcast. Yeah, we're back again. With Jagger and Eric, and sometimes other people as well. Now, Eric, midway through a, albeit genuine and actual, honest to God, conversation we were having uh, last Saturday, I stopped myself midway through it and went, wait, this is, this is great podcast idea. This is great podcast material. Yeah. Not to put a superficial damper on our, you know, our livelihoods, but the fact of the matter was, it was a solid podcast topic, all things considered. Fair, fair. Uh, so to give everyone context, uh, last Saturday, I took what can only be described as the most hellish four hours of my life. <laughs> oh, lovely. Uh, no, I took, I took a practice ACT. Fun. Um, and the ACT, for people who don't know, is um, basically... Remember, remember we discussed back on the College Board episode that the College Board kind of has a stranglehold on the testing? Yeah. Uh, and we said, you know, there's not really many others that that can pose as big of a, uh, as big of a test as, as the College Board. Yeah. So the PSAT, like, and the SAT, to a larger extent, has one viable alternative, and that is the ACT. And the, the major difference, just jumping right into it, the major difference that the ACT has is whereas the SAT is 50% English and writing and 50% math, the ACT is 25% writing, 25% reading, 25% math, and 25% science. So there's a bit more diversity in terms of the ACT. Right. So if you're, say, bad at you know math, you have you – have, you could technically take the ACT with an with the knowledge that you less of the ACT pertains to math than it does. Yeah, than it does on the SAT. Right. Um, all things considered, it, it still was quite a hard test. But I I'm going to give my insights on it. You, I know you. I mean, we all took PSAT, so we'll talk about our PSAT this year. You know. Yeah, I have not personally taken a practice ACT. However, I think we're taking one later this year. So right. Are you thinking like? Do you even have any inclination yet as to what you would rather, what you would choose, SAT versus? ACT? I don't know. ACT like on a base thing sounds better because there's less English and math and more reading and science, which I'm better at reading and science. Right. But at the same time, as you described it, it seems also very difficult. I don't know. I'll have yeah. to see when I take the practice ACT. Well, for anyone that is listening and also debating the cases, I will give the pros and cons of such. Um. As I think, I think the only fair way is to do it. I know Eric, you already asked several of these questions before. Yeah. Um, but if you if you want, you can ask like you maybe redo those questions that we had before, just because okay. just because because Eric was asking me on Saturday like very genuine and like actual questions that I'm sure a lot of people have been wondering about these standardized tests if they haven't taken them yet. Yeah. So Eric, if you have any like if you can if you can recall any of the questions, I can. Okay. Well, this is a pretty simple one. Uh, which one do you think was easier, SAT or ACT? Uh, I, I think, I think honestly, they're both hard and both easy to a separate extent, uh, and okay. it really depends on in, on what you feel more comfortable, kind of not guessing, but like working your way through. Mm-hmm. And the way the reason I say that is because the ACT, um, in being twenty five percent math. Yes, yes. on paper, that sounds good. It's 25% math. It's less math. Yeah. The good part about the SAT is that it's 50% math. It's so much math, they have to cover a lot more broader topics. 
so the questions are not easier, but they're they're more broad, and you you can kind of memorize. They're the more concepts. generalized, and they're easier to pick up on. You mean right? The the, yeah. the concepts are a little more general, and you can kind of pick up on on the the general theme of it all, right? Yeah. Whereas the ACT and having only twenty five percent math and only being able to slim it down a lot more down a lot more and 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 so i had um there's there was actually a lot of questions that i legitimately had been from math maths that i haven't taken yet like what like trigonometry or calculus trig stat pre-calc all of those sound horrifying although i I discussed it with our teacher shout out bobby Um, yeah and he genuinely said like some of those classes like i'm i will might never take you know what i mean yeah. So so it's almost a matter of like let's you know don't don't um don't expect that you're going to know all this by suddenly by the end of next year. Like some of these classes will will we might never take. Cause yeah, like I take. honestly I ne- I do not plan throughout my high school career on taking a on taking a statistics class. Right. So there's there's so there's certain things like that where he was just like honestly you can just do the best you can do with what you got. And uh because I remember like on multiple occasions I I I looked at it or and there was one problem on the math portion on the ACT where I looked at it and it said a bunch of quantities and then it had a symbol that I have never seen before in my life. Uh-oh. It was like a squiggly mark and I literally sat there for two seconds and I was like, I don't know, 60 squiggly marks. <laughs> like, I didn't even know. Like, it's a, it's a symbol I hadn't even seen before. That's how uh, how, how alien it was to me. Yeah. But at that we, point... Okay, that's... This, this, I know that I haven't asked this question before, but you mentioned a lot of pre-calc, trig, and stats. What portion do you think made up the math the most? It really was a decently spread out variety. Okay, because uh, I was about to say, uh, we do take a lot of a, all of the students next year have an option. If you're on the normal track of math, if you're not ahead or behind right. for our school, at least we're we're already a year ahead. So if you're not like mega big brain and like three years ahead, um, then. Uh, you should next year you have two options for classes depending on your grade. You will either take advanced algebra and trigonometry or pre calculus, right? So, I'm trying to decide. We usually take the ACT a lot more in junior year, so yeah. I'm trying to think would they put a lot of trigonometry? Do we learn advanced algebra and trigonometry because there's a lot of trigonometry on the um, ACT again? In inciting it back to, to, to Bobby at this point, um, he said it, it, there's really pros and cons for both. And in my head, I'm trying to remember, like, you know, you know, which was which, which was more of which. Uh, and I think, honestly, for me and you, who are not as prone to math. Yeah, we're not prone to math. I think much. you're I very think... much so prone to English, and I'm prone to science. Yeah. So I feel like I would do better on the ACT, and you might even it, do better on the SAT, because there's more English there. Yeah, it, it, all, it, all, it all depends on, on, on you know, how, how each section benefits you. But I think in our in our case specifically, I think taking algebra and trig would be more beneficial because there was a lot more um, algebraic uh, equations on the ACT in that yeah. portion of math. That's, this is sort of a side tangent, but I do have a question. So if we end up taking advanced algebra and trigonometry next year, then senior year, would we take pre-calculus and then no. just have the, pre-calculus and then go to college not knowing how to do uh, hardcore calculus no i mean i i think honestly if if we didn't want to and i think this is on my list i think i think we have the choice in senior year we can also take discrete math um or uh, or stat okay so so there's actually there's actually a couple options and it's, it doesn't just force us into the pre-calc line okay um so 
so but sorry back to what i was saying though honestly i think for in our case algebra and trig would be will be enough because yeah. i actually i i i'm not, i think I, I think i'm comfortable sharing this on the podcast i'm not like giving away like potentially detrimental information i got a 25 on the act on the practice at act uh I, so some people who might not know how much is that out of 25 it, out of it's it's a decent score i think the highest you can get possibly is 35 and, and 25, that's like it, 25 is like above the average the average is like i think 22 okay so i that's pretty good for having zero context a lot of the math units not nailed down completely that's pretty that's pretty solid yeah um so i got 25 and i'm i'm, I'm actually genuinely very pleased with that um but on that note, I feel like in knowing just a few more basic algebraic, you know, full, uh, formulas and ideas, I definitely and knowing what that that squiggly line meant, <laughs> knowing what that squiggly line meant, I feel like I could definitely benefit more the next time I take that test. Okay. Moving on to to the English side of it, me and you take a, took a PSAT this year, and I'm sure you've heard me complain extensively about it. Um, this year. Because I was mad at the PSAT this year, specifically the English section, because there were an un, un, unsightly amount of graphs and charts on the English yes, side of the PSAT I agree. this year. It was like trying to teach us how to read graphs in an English section. I'm like, that's not yeah. how it works. Like, I can't, it's like, I mean, it's like going to McDonald's and they give you like a salad. Like, like you're not. <laughs> exactly. That's not I'm, what I was expecting going in... or wanting. I'm going in thinking I'm going to get one thing and they're just shoving something else in my face and, and that I'm not, that I'm just not comfortable eating. Yeah. It's like, cause it's like you go in expecting like, oh, read and analyze passages and answer questions based on them, like reading comprehension, vocabulary. Right. You might even have to write something. Right. But, but no, was, you just get was, a graph and it's like, what's happening? And it was, it was a graph that literally was just like, you know, a bunch of birds die at the bottom of a lake and their fossils are spread out in a bunch of different ways. What's the circumference of the sun? You remember? Do you remember that though? It was like it was the bird problem. I do. Yeah. Wait. Maybe. Yeah, I remember that. It was such a weird problem, and I was just like, "I'm supposed to know this? Like, what?" <laughs> um, it's like I don't take environmental science. But there, but there was like multiple questions like that on the on the English section of the PSAT, which made me vaguely hesitant about the the SAT because I was like, "Is this what the English section is going to be like?" I was expecting, like you said to do like read passages and, and, and analyze passages and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So I was, I was genuinely a little like, what, like what? It's like, excuse me. Like I was, I was not expecting it to be like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I was a little thrown off, which is hence why when I took the practice ACT this year or this uh, last uh, Saturday, I was actually quite pleased because the ACT did just that. It gave me passages. It was like, yo, where should a comma go? Where should a semicolon go? You know? Is the sentence like you know? Should you change this? Should you not change the sentence? Yeah. Um, and then you know, the, and then the writing one, it was like you know, what's the main point of this article? What's the, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So English, I don't know. You know, will, is was this just kind of a fluke PSAT? Will there be like a different vibe to it, other years? Yeah. Well, I think we take another PSAT next year, so we'll have to see. Yeah, I suppose so. So I think we actually take an actual SAT next year as well. That too, jeez Louise. I'm, Ooh, that's scary. That's that's real scary. But honest, but honest, I'm not I'm not totally out of 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 um confidence with that because I scored like 
decently on this year's PSA team. Yeah, we, we hit barely above average, uh, but it, I, that's I, still I, above I, average. I normally do better on English, and it was precisely because of those excessive graphs that, that I didn't do as well this year. I, I also usually do better on English. But, uh, hey, at least it said that I was on track to graduate with my English and my math skills. So <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. You're on track, I'm at Eric. least getting out of high school, guys. You're on that's, track, I, I, Eric. Past that, I have no idea. Um, but, but I so I I'm a little conflicted. Yeah, I don't know if this was just a, a one-time PSAT thing that it was just giving us some weird graphs, or if this is legitimately how PSATs are going. There's just like a lot of graphs on an English section of a, of an SAT. Yeah. Mm. Do you have any more questions? I I feel like I'm gonna like go cough cough science cough cough because pe- people might have some questions about that section. Yeah, we should probably go into the science section. Like one question I do have about the science section is what kind of science was it? Because in my two years of history or two years of high school, I've taken two sciences, biology and chemistry, and those two sciences were vastly different. So and both sciences will vastly not help you in the slightest on the ACT. No, um, <laughs> fun. I I I genuinely. That was the one I was most surprised about of of all the things on the PSAT. I was really expecting, or on the A, sorry, on the ACT, I was expecting like, is this a diatomic molecule? Is this identify the atomic mass of this? You know, yeah. I was expecting some multiple choices that pretty simple and straightforward, like balance out this, um, like balance out this chemical equation, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, maybe do a Punnett square, right? Yeah. Uh, but it was a lot. It was, I think if I'm being honest, I think it was like 14, just really, um, 14, just really big experiments. Okay. It was was like 14 experiments that was, it would give you like the graphs, their findings, how they set up the graphs, how they set up their findings. And then they were like, all right, here's a bunch of questions about it. Like interpret it from the graph. Okay. And despite the fact that I felt very, um, uh, un uh what's the what's the word i i didn't feel very positive i felt very pessimistic about it as i was going through it because i was like i don't know any of this you know what i mean yeah i ended up doing fairly well on that section and i think to the people who are wondering about that the science portion of the act truly i i think it has less to do with science skills though those science skills would help i think it has less to do with science skills than it does just reasoning so like logic and reasoning. It does. I think it does. I think instead of instead of being able to to actually like I mean again like I said it helps to be able to do those things. However, I think it 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 bears more importance that you know how to say well like like I did. It would it would be like is this graph like whose graph the question would be whose graph shows a more you know um negative outlook on the experiment and you'd have to be like all right well let's see here and in my head i'm like i don't know negative like down sloping down like you know okay now two of the problems don't have anything sloping down so i can rule out a and c now it's between b and d and that one one of them is like you know spikes up in the middle all right i'm gonna go with d okay that kind and of, then you just get it right that kind of reasoning you know what i mean i have no idea what the graph's even talking about yeah, but I know that I've I've reasoned it out to a degree that I find acceptable, and I feel like that's more important if you're going into the ACT as a as a uh, kid who hasn't taken like say physics or a class like that. That would help it. Okay, because because there was a lot of questions that dealt with you know like physicsy stuff, 
there was like one that talked about genetics, but it wasn't Punnett squares. It was like a really large like gene pool of like frogs, and it was really twisted. But it, oh, it was. But I, I ended up getting a bunch of those right too because it was just a lot of reasoning it out questions. So the science portion is for sure just majority. The science portion is just based off of logic, pretty. It much. is. It's genuinely based off of more logic, which I mean, I didn't even think I'd do well on. So I'm 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 impressed with myself for not having not messed that up completely. Yeah. Any other questions? Not that I can think of off the top of my Any head. Any questions you feel like anyone, like someone, but like that you might have had before having heard my take on everything? Um, really, I was just going to ask, I, the only question I would think of is what What do you think was harder, ACT or SAT? SAT but we've kind of answered that. It's just that I, I do feel like the vast majority of people I've talked to have taken both tests and been like, oh yeah, the ACT is way easier. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I mean, take it from a guy i literally even asked my parents the same thing there and i expect them to give me some answer like well it depends on what you're good at they're like yeah the acd is easier well yeah just like, take, take it from a guy who like you know and, and and take it from a guy who who went into it with zero experience and and came out of it with a 25 you know yeah like i i think it, it speaks that it, it helped people because of how spaced out it is in, in as as far as topics go yeah uh keep in mind and i have to keep in mind this too they did not do a essay portion on mine. So you didn't get to write. I, which I, I mean, for me, I'm a good writer. So honestly, I don't think it would have hurt me that much anyway. But keep that in mind that my entire experience. That, it, w- it would have helped me because I'm not a great essay writer. I'm good, but I'm not wonderful. Right, but I mean, but even, but even this year, I'm pretty sure they're not taking uh, uh, essays. And I don't think we can count on that for our year of junior year. But you never know yeah. at this point. Yeah, I don't know because we're going to our junior year, and I mean, I mean, and I, I don't think it's gonna hold up. But I, some colleges this year aren't even taking like tests. Yeah, like, they're doing like test flexible or test negative. Right, they're not doing tests. Yeah, so that's also an interesting idea going into everything. And I and I felt like when COVID started, when we were in the fre- in freshman year, we were like, oh no way, any of this is gonna affect us. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, well, we're gonna be juniors next year, taking big tests that like determine everything, and like exactly and. COVID's looking like it's here to stay, so for a little while longer, yeah. I don't know, like how I don't know how you how how you gauge that either, but um, yeah, but I I don't know about the essay part portion because I think honestly an essay would help me. Like I think my grade genuinely my twenty five, yeah, would have gone up if you had an essay. That could have gone up to a essay twenty seven, twenty eight. I don't know how they're how it's gauged, but I think I could have written a genuinely good essay because they gave us like the essay. They just said they'll do it, but you can like take a look at what it would be. Yeah, and it was like what, and and it was. By the way, Eric, and this might actually sway you because though you might you say you don't feel like you're a good writer. Yeah, I think they gave you a, a malleable enough topic that you could be you could write an eloquent thing about it. What was the topic? It was, and and you did not have to use any sources. It just had to have been from your perspective, from your personal perspective. I think. That, oh, that would have saved me so much. It, it was. Because that's, that's always what kills me is like adding quotes and sources and trying to keep it objective. Right. This was from a personal opinion. What are your thoughts on, on, on um, media and news and how, how is the, which is the bet? Should we like, there was like, there was like three perspectives and one was like, we shouldn't trust the news at all. It's all bias. Like we should just get stuff from our own experiences. One was like the news is an accurate way of getting like the information to the masses. And in the middle is like, I decide for myself what news is trustworthy, which news isn't trustworthy. And it was like, write a pair, like write a, an essay defending one of the three arguments. 
Yeah. And so, but it was like from your personal personal perspective, no no uh, citations or anything. Oh, that I actually do believe I could have done a lot and, better with that than a normal essay. And it was an invigorating enough of a topic that I feel like I could have done really well with it because I was like, oh, yeah, I think I could have done well with that too. I agree. This is like a cool topic that I actually have like thoughts on, you know? Yeah. So that's that's also that's also keep that in mind. I don't know how if the essay portion will even stand until even we take it, but but it's worth mentioning. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's our thoughts, Eric. I'm sure you'll take a practice ACT later this year and we can always talk about it. I'll, uh, yeah. uh remember when we talked about like, you know, um, uh, braces versus glass, um, not glasses, braces versus Invisalign. Yeah. I feel like we could like kind of compare it via that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I do remember that. But, uh, that's, that's basically our episode. Thank you all for listening. You can check out our stickers at the Milwaukee podcast on Instagram. Thank you for listening. We can, we, yeah, I can't even speak. Eric, you want to outro us? Uh, thank you for listening. You can find us on all sorts of podcast platforms, such as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, Stitcher, Podbean, Copy RSS, and wherever else podcasts are broadcast. Thank you, everybody. We will see you next week.